Good morning. It's Friday. Hope you're all having a wonderful week. And we're wrapping up our devotion on the book of Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verses 11 to 25. So something important happened when Jesus died. He breathed his last on the outskirts of town on a cross in a place of dishonor outside the city gates. But in the middle of the city, in the middle of of the temple, a loud ripping sound pierced the silence. The curtain that separated the Holy of Holies was torn in two from top to bottom. And with it, the Old Covenant. No longer would access to to the presence of God be limited to one high priest once a year. No longer would men have to fear and, and cover themselves with the blood of animals in order to come closer to God. A new entryway to heaven was open. Not through a curtain or a building, but through the very body and blood of Christ himself. So now we have a gift. We have confidence to stand before God, not because of us, but because of the sacrifice Christ made for us. We read in Hebrews, Hebrews, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with that true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. We have been washed clean with the blood of Christ's sacrifice. We have been washed clean and connected to that sacrifice in the pure waters of holy baptism. But let us never forget the cost. Let us never take for granted the horror that has won us so great a gift. The blood has cleansed us of every stain the life given in place of ours and the resurrection that is also ours because of God's grace. When we remember these, we realize that there is no such thing as cheap grace. It costs God everything, and yet it absolutely is absolutely free to us. How are we to respond to this gift of grace and forgiveness and salvation? We read on. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promises faithful and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. We don't respond to God's grace by sitting down and kicking up our feet and saying, I'm glad I don't have to worry about that, that anymore. Not at all. We hold fast to our confession of hope. We proclaim the gospel of Christ. We trust in God's ongoing promise to love us and to be with us by sharing with others the hope that is also theirs in Christ. In response to God's grace, we love one another by worshiping God together and responding to God's goodness and service to us by serving others. We respond to God's love by loving others. But we do it for totally different reasons than they did so many years ago in Old Testament times. We are blessed that we don't serve God in order to atone for our sins or in order to win God's favor. We serve God because we know that he has already paid for our sins. He has already made us his children. He has already given you and me the promise of standing in his presence in the Holy of Holies for all eternity. There's nothing left that has to be done. But what we get to do is love God 
Praise God. Love one another as those who have been covered head to toe with blood. Let's pray. Almighty God, what an incredible, incredible gift you have given us. May we love others as you have loved us. Amen. An incredible gift. Gift of love, right? One for us to just pass on to others. Remember, we respond by sharing his gift of hope to others. Right? Who might you bless today with the gift of God's hope? Go in peace. Share his love and his peace and share his hope. Hope to see you all this coming Sunday. Take care. Bye-bye.